0: Yeah, nigga. I'm still fucking with you. That's right. Still waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg and DRE. Episode 131. Nah, nine,
1: nah, nigga. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, Andre. Huh, oh, for sure. This is Still DRE by Dre and Snoop. I'm going to let this rock, and then we'll get into the program. It's still
0: Dre nigga. A.K., nigga, though I thrown the block, can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock You hit a bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Dre fell off Pile nigga, my last album was The Chronic They wanna know if he still got it, they say rap's changed They wanna know how I feel about if it you ain't up on things Dr. Dre is the name, I'm ahead of my gang Still puffin' my leaves, still fuck with the beats
1: Still not loving police, uh, uh. still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease, sure. still got love for the streets, right, welcome three. to episode still 131 still of the Blake Mayfield name. Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with one of my best friends from around the way, Mr. Alec White, straight across from me. Al, how are you doing a day after your team lost the Super Bowl? Still haven't recovered.
0: Still haven't recovered. It was tough. It was
1: very tough. You know, you don't
0: look half as bad as I thought you might have. It, it, it was tough. It was tough. Okay. Very tough. All right. rough night. Had to take my talents to Grand Theft Auto and take my anger out on people. Is that what happened? Yeah.
1: You didn't go to the Yahoo comments and dare people to pull up? No, I went on Grand Theft Auto. I was kind of hoping that would be the fucking, <laughs> like you go to the fucking Cooper Cup page or something, go to the Matt Stafford page? No, I already did that. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, at least you took it out in a more healthy way. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, okay. Awesome, man. Real quick, before we get into the program, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. I want to let you guys know that because global warming is a real thing, and it's like 90 fucking degrees in February here, I am no longer doing Blake Mayfield Podcast coffee mugs. But something new is coming in that will be here in April, and I will let you guys know what that is whenever I get them in and and feel like telling you guys, but best believe in April, we will have something new, but hit me up on Instagram at Blake Mayfield 23. If you would like to have a free Blake Mayfield gift from yours truly, I would love to give them out. So just let me know what you want and I will get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsor, black rose coffee and tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Would you like to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at-dogs-of-Black-Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it. So before we get into the Super Bowl, yep. Sadie turned four today. It's her fourth birthday. She was born Valentine's Day 2018. She's fucking tuckered out, tuckered her to Sundial. She acted like a fucking maniac. But we went to Black Rose twice. Mm. I don't usually do it twice in one day. I had to for Sadie. That's not why I want to talk about stuff before the Super Bowl. Um, are you familiar, and I, I swear to God, I'm the only fucking person that actually cares about this. Uh, have you have you seen Kanye West's Instagram over the last three or four days? I have not. So, he's in a very, very, uh, I don't think it's very serious, but a very public uh, feud with Pete Davidson right now. Oh, I've seen something about that on Twitter. As everyone knows, I'm a big Pete fan, and I also fucking love Kanye West. Even though he's fallen off in recent years, and he's definitely bipolar, and he's the reason the marriage failed, probably, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, The first five albums, you can never dispute that. He put, Al, he posted a fucking thing where he was Iron Man and Pete was Captain America on the Civil War. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Yo, and then he had some shit where it was like Avengers Endgame or one of those and it was like him, future Travis Drake and his new girlfriend on one side and then it was Pete Davidson Billie Eilish, Cuddy, Taylor Swift, and Kim K on the other side. And oh he was God. like, who y'all think Fennel win?" <laughs> so I only bring this up because that was trending over the Super Bowl at one point on Twitter yesterday. Kanye's at the game with uh, his daughters and Tyga and two chains. And he has a mask on, not a COVID mask, oh. like a full. Fu- you saw <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. He had the full <laughs> fucking thing on blacked out. With his daughters, which is fine, and I just I found it really funny. And then, of course, you know the most Kanye egotistical thing in the world, and he wasn't wrong. But he was like, "How I'm gonna trend over the Super Bowl while I'm at the Super Bowl?" That's what he's. <laughs> That's kind of boss. Yeah. If I'm ever trending over the Super Bowl at the Super Bowl. That is kind of sick, but either way, uh, I don't know what's going on over there. I'm keeping my eyes peeled because that's the most entertaining beef of uh, 2022 so far, in my opinion. Also, disclaimer before we get started. Yes, I have a little bit of a cold. I know I sound a little fucking nasally, so my apologies if you guys are not going to be um, as infathomed with my voice as you guys usually are. And the reason we sound so clear, uh, Jesus, dude, crystal clear is because... I got new stuff. We got a Rodecaster Pro mixer board. Uh, I have Audio Technica headphones. I'm wearing these are uh, Shure um, MV7 mics, and then we have the uh, our Shure Shure. I think it's Shure. Um, These are like what gamers and stuff use. Like I guess Ninja on Twitch uses them. Logic uses them when he does his thing. I guess that's who they had to do the endorsement. Um, Either way, we have upgraded our technology, guys. So I want to let you know this is the first podcast we've done where technology is upgraded. It sounds different. Hopefully it sounds better. I think it does. I want to get more headphones for someone like Al. That way Al can hear this. This reminds me of when we went to Joe's studio last year and did that. Um, There's just a lot of things changing with where we usually record. And it's just, it was time. It was time Uh, 2022 is going to be a big year. It's time for a lot of things. And I just wanted to kind of dedicate and hone in on one of my passions, which is the podcast. And so that's why we sound this way. That's why I sound the way I do today. But look, man, we got a lot of shit to get to. There's one huge event that happened and we're going to just totally dissect it because that's what we do. We're obsessed with sports. That's what matters to us. Let's talk about this man. Super Bowl 56 took place yesterday in Inglewood, California the L. A. Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals twenty three to twenty to claim their second Super Bowl. Hey, 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 Zeus, 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 to claim their second Super Bowl title, their first in Los Angeles, and the first one since nineteen ninety nine when the Greatest Show on Turf won against the Titans as the St. Louis Rams. George cannot be here because some other reason, I'm not even going to try and, and act like I know why he's not here. But, Alba, you are here. Mm. You are notorious for going from Jags to Bengals midseason. <clears throat> I know you didn't think they'd make the Super Bowl. We did not spend this together. There's a lot of COVID going around, a lot of sickness going around. I had initial plans anyway. This is one of the few Super Bowls we didn't spend together. I want to get your reaction. What did you think and why? about your Cincinnati Bengals coming up that short in the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I think the the theme for the Bengals this whole playoffs has been they've been able to come down from uh, from pretty big deficits, both in Kansas City and Tennessee. Uh, and for the first time in the playoffs since they played the Raiders, they kind of found themselves in the situation where they were ahead. And they almost looked a little uncomfortable playing ahead. Like, they, they almost looked more comfortable when they were playing 17 down against Patrick Mahomes. But, um, I mean... It, it was no secret. This game, everybody knew, uh, it was going to get decided in the trenches. And in the in the first half, I thought the Bengals did a pretty good job on the on the offensive line. Uh, I think Burrow only got sacked once in the in the first half. Uh, and then the second half, I mean, they were all over him every single drop back. Yeah. Um, and I actually seen this stat, which was wild. The uh, Bengals offensive line gave up a eighty six percent pass rush pass rush win rate to the rams in that game which is by far the the best uh pass rush win rate for a defense this season um so that that goes out to show how bad the Bengals' offensive line was i thought that the defense played really really good up until that last drive they played really good uh they got some pressure on stafford at the beginning of the game not so much the second half of the game that played a big factor um yeah, I mean it sucks they got so close, but it was never about this year for the Bengals. Obviously, it would have we would like to have came out on top, but you know we're we're looking at the big picture that we got a lot of young stars on the team. Um, now they just they got to
1: address the O line and they got to address it starting today. A Super Bowl tying seven sacks, the Bengals gave up, yeah. which was the most since Roger Staubach, who was the Cowboys' quarterback, I believe in. I want to say the ice bowl against mm-hmm. the Packers, 1967. So it's been a little while since we saw a quarterback take that kind of heat. Yeah. Before we really, really dive in, what do you think when Burrow's knee just fucking did a 180, and it looked like he was almost bleeding? Yeah. And we know they're playing on turf, so that's not sweat. That's not. Yeah. The knee doesn't sweat like that, and the other knee did not have you know that kind of dark print. Yeah. What do you think about that? My heart worried.
0: Sank. My heart sank. I mean... You still had the lead at that point. Huh?
1: You still had the lead at that point. Still had 20 the 20 to 16.
0: And then, obviously, when they showed the replay, they showed him screaming in pain. I mean, you automatically... Your mind goes to week nine of last year when he tore up his knee against the, uh, the commanders now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my heart sank. I mean, because that's... I I mean, watching the replay, I was like, "Dude, he just fucked that knee up," and that's his other knee. That's not even his one he already repaired, right? And I think that that actually played a really big factor in the last two drives for them because Burrow wasn't able to get out of the pocket. Really, he was. I mean, you could see he was not mobile after that. So I don't I I don't know if something happened. I mean, I'm sure it's probably at least some sort of sprain, but um, yeah, my heart definitely sank when that happened.
1: Okay. Um. Look, congrats to the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I had a lot of money riding on the Rams. I said on this podcast back at Christmas, the Rams will have the best 2022 of anyone I could think of. And that last night was probably the majority of the best of the year they're going to have. Yeah. I love that Aaron Donald got one. I love that Matt Stafford got one. I do love that Sean McVay got one because it's kind of proving – And we're kind of getting to this new era of football. I didn't realize McVay was 30 when he got hired.
0: Yeah. thought he was a little older.
1: 30. That's wild. 33 when they made it against the Patriots. 36, he gets his first Super Bowl win as a head coach. So shout out to the Rams. But it feels like the Bengals lost this game more than the Rams won this game. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So everyone knows watching at home that is a little more than a casual. And everyone in that stadium knows That Cooper Cup is the only option.
0: Especially after OBJ goes down.
1: After Odell goes down. Yeah. Cooper Cup's the only option. After about two and a half quarters, after Odell went down, a quarter and a half, the Bengals knew that as well. Yep. And they threw, like, three guys a cup the whole time. And the the Rams couldn't move the ball literally to save their collective lives. They had 56 yards total between Van Jefferson, whoever the fuck the ball went off to throw the pick to start the second Mm -hmm. half. Yeah. And um, Higby, I want to say. Oh, or, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, Hopkins uh, or Blandy. Uh, no, uh, Hendrickson. I think it was oh. Hendrickson, Van Jefferson, who, by the way, his wife went into labor at halftime. I mean, if there was That's ever creepy. a day to have a Super Bowl win and you have a, a new child born, I mean, he must have just rushed out that stadium. Oh, you he sprinted. I mean? Did like, you see the video? I didn't. He's,
0: like, right when they the game was over, he sprinted straight to the locker room, got dressed, and then sprinted out the stadium. yeah yeah that's crazy
1: that is crazy and good for him i mean yeah. that's i mean hey man like priorities for sure that'd be a little nuts if he just sat there and partied with, <laughs> with the rams <laughs> was it funny to you and it probably wasn't because you like the bengals was it funny to you that stan Kroenke, total businessman he did not give a fuck the rams won that super bowl he's like dude the game's in la i own the stadium like, I was making money either way. Yeah. This is a yeah. great business move. Like McVay can hold the trophy. I thought that was hilarious. Oh I thought yeah. That was it's... such a boss move by Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Um, let's get into this. What's your biggest takeaway from both teams? Let's start with your team though. The Bengals, what's your biggest takeaway from this game? Because I know what mine is. I'll start with you. Cincinnati. My, and then we'll go Rams.
0: My biggest takeaway is you gotta, you gotta fix the line. You have to, um, I mean, Joe Burrow got sacked 19 times in the playoffs, Oof. which is insane. Tom Brady got sacked 22 times all year. Uh, so starting today, I mean, you got to trade for linemen. You got to sign linemen. You got top five cap space available this offseason, and every single penny of it should go to that offensive line. Um, And it, Joe Burrow didn't have his best game yesterday by any means. It was probably his worst one of the playoffs, to be honest. But he was not the reason they lost that game. When you're when you're getting, I mean, snap the ball and in less than a second and a half you got big old ninety nine coming right at you. That's not a recipe for success. Um so that's for the Bengals, my biggest takeaway is you gotta fix the line and you gotta protect Joe Burrow. Because I mean, with how good he was, with how bad that old line is, is pretty pretty unbelievable. I mean, he got sacked nine times on Tennessee and still won, which is wild. But you gotta fix the line, first and foremost.
1: Biggest takeaway for the Rams.
0: All the gambles paid off. They they went all in. That team is going to look a lot different in the next couple of years. Because Aaron Donald's future is uncertain. Sean McVay's future is uncertain. Matthew Stafford's going to be 35 next year. I mean, Cooper Cup, will he he'll obviously still be a great receiver, but is he gonna be able to replicate what he did this year? Probably not. Um, you know. You got a lot of free agents are starting to hit the market and they don't really have any cap space. They don't have any draft picks. Um, but you know, if you get one, it it, it works out and they got one. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what the future holds for them. But my biggest takeaway is
1: it worked. My biggest takeaway for the Bengals is, and I know this sounds premature, but that was it. I don't think the Bengals are getting back anytime soon to a bowl. I really don't. Burrow, Chase, better offensive line, Bates, who, by the way, I mean, damn. Different. Different. All pro. Deserves it. Great free agent signings. Great season. Yeah. But the AFC is different. So I know he beat Mahomes, okay? But he has not seen Herbert yet. Josh Allen is coming eventually for the throne. Like literally 13 seconds left. You give up 50 fucking yards if you're the Bills defense. Like that's just one of those like that shouldn't happen twice kind of thing. You replay yeah. that game 10 times over. The Bills are winning that game probably eight times. At least. I, I don't even, maybe that's a little high, but seven times. Replay it over 10 times. They're going to win seven of them. I know that's not fair, but that's just my opinion. The AFC is loaded. Uh, Lamar Jackson. What does he look like? The Ravens are going to have to revamp. Mm-hmm. We also have guys that are just all, always going to come in and out of the league. Does yeah. Aaron Rodgers go to Denver? What does that look like? I'm not putting any stock in the Rodgers in the playoffs, but what if he goes to Denver and they're 13 to four? All of a sudden, that yeah. defense is really good, and they do have really good weapons over there, young weapons. So, point being is, I feel like the Bengals had a great shot. My biggest takeaway from that was what a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, and also terrible coaching in the fourth quarter. Oh, God. Atrocious. Zach Taylor turned into Kyle Shanahan. Atrocious. And you know I love Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I think get, I think he's the most overhated coach in the NFL. And I, I don't know why. I think it's just a Niners thing. I think people just hate the Niners, which is understandable. But I think Shanahan's the most hated coach in the NFL. Zach Taylor, I remember you said something in a TikTok comment section about how you don't know if he's the guy. A lot of fans agreed with you. This is before the playoff run. Yeah. This is about Thanksgiving or so. Yeah. And yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I don't know because he kind of just stood there like a deer in the headlights in the fourth quarter and he had no idea what the fuck to do. I mean, like you said, like your strategy is amazing all game, not letting Cooper cup do anything. And then all of a sudden we're just going to have one-on-one with Eli Apple, not even Bates. What's that? It's written. Mm. Mm, mm. Okay. So you said this in our text message last night, you said it pre-pod. And I think so too, Al, but what, what do you think was the script last night? Just your
0: take. I hate talking about it because I, you know, I've never thought of it like that. But I think the last two years, you've kind of the NFL likes a big storyline. I mean, they've always been like that. Uh, and what was the biggest storyline in the NFL this year? It was it was the Rams getting anyone they could get their hands hands on, knowing the Super Bowl was going to be in Hollywood at the new five billion dollar stadium. Um, it's really new. Yeah, I mean that that halftime performance, uh, all the stars in LA. I mean, you seen all the stars at the game yesterday. Uh, my takeaway, or not, not takeaway. Oh, it's so hard to say. I don't want to say it was it was a complete written script, but it was it was weird. I mean, I'm not saying the Bengals lost the game because of the refs, because the Bengals lost the game because they didn't play well. I mean, they they got you know turnovers and didn't convert turnovers into into touchdowns they converted them into field goals which you're not going to beat good quarterbacks with just field goals um but i don't know it's just the, the you know there was three penalties the whole game and then all of a sudden on that last drive there was four penalties or whatever um which it, it is what it is i mean they got away with the one with T Higgins on Ramsey um but i mean the refs were bad all game but it's also been a story of the season i mean how many times have we said these refs are terrible um But I think it was written...
1: I don't know. I
0: I don't know, honestly. I want to say that it was written for the Rams to win, but honestly, I don't know.
1: I think it was written for the Rams to win. I think there was no shot in hell. The Rams were going to lose that game unless Stafford did a Russell Wilson or some shit or someone fumbled, like something out of the storyline. And I don't... Script and rigged is different to me. Yeah. Yeah. Script is what is the best storyline. Like you said, script is the best story. The best story is the Hollywood team wins in Hollywood with drain Snoop and all these motherfuckers staff are coming over from Detroit $5 billion stadium. We're doing the Winter Olympics and the Super Bowl as far as NBC is concerned. They had Tariko out there for eight hours, it seemed like, afterwards. Like, I was hanging out, and they'd, like, throw it back to L.A., and Tariko's like, so-and-so wins the snowboarding. I'm like, how long is Tariko going to be hanging out? But the storyline was all there. And, yeah, the Tampa thing last year makes sense. Mahomes two years ago makes Mm -hmm. sense. I guess three seasons ago at this point. Makes sense, because he's new face of the league. We need him to win. Blah, blah, blah. Brady's getting old. That's when they got bounced in the first round. We didn't yeah. know he was going to go to Tampa. Um, but there's just a lot of shit. And I'm not saying that games don't just play out. and There's not a lot of variables. And sometimes things don't work out the way we want. Because I think the NFL really wanted the Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. And then yeah. the Chiefs just fucking choked. But it is a script. That's why since Christmas, I've had money riding on the Rams. Because I feel like... It's not rigged, but it just, the NFL, we need, I thought we'd get Patriots bucks. I really did. I thought that'd be ratings fucking king. Mm -hmm. And I still think that would have did way more than whatever Bengals Rams did. I haven't checked up on it because it's just the next day and I was in sack and drove home and stuff. But, an amazing game, but it, it, it turned out the way I thought it would. Aaron Donald... Von Miller, Odell Beckham, there's just so many. Andrew Whitworth, he won Walter Payton Man of the Year three days beforehand. Cooper Cub won an Offensive Player of the Year, MVP candidate. Like, there's so much shit riding on the Rams. And like I told George and Rick, and just said on this podcast multiple times, the colossal failure of getting Jalen Ramsey, the colossal failure this would be if they don't win. Is literally, I think, unmatched in NFL history. We can go back to the 2011 Eagles Super Team that didn't work out, but they never got far enough or got to the big game in their house with hometown artists performing, and, and the you know it's the owner that paid for the stadium. It's not like it's been there for a while. It's not like this was at the Coliseum. It's not like this was at fucking Crypto Arena, you know, formerly known as Staples. Like this is like the Stan Kroenke building. So the Rams had to win it. My biggest takeaway is. And this will lead us to our next topic, is that one is enough. Yeah. The reason I don't give a fuck, Al, that you make fun of Westbrook and, you know, I was right, blah, 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 which Halliburton got traded, so fuck off. Because the Lakers won already with LeBron. I don't give a flying fuck if we're 0-82. I don't. I do not care. I got my title with LeBron and AD. LeBron came to town. I said, give me one. You're on, you're in the final act of your career. I still think he'll play long enough to play with Bronny if he can get there. But besides that, he has nothing else to prove or play for. He's won in three different locations. He won one for Cleveland, whatever. We're talking about football today. But you have to win one, is my point. If you're yep. going to super team, you're going to sign all these guys, trade away all these picks. One is enough. Now, in the Rams' case, it had to be this one. Because I don't think... Next year, the Rams are getting back. I couldn't tell you who is. If we do something right now, I'm probably going to, honestly, early predictions say Niners are probably going to be right there in the Final Four because I don't think the Niners team is going to change at all. And I think either Trey Lance will be incredible or Tom Brady will play for them. I I think it it goes either one of two ways. So it's not as predictable as the NBA, but you can still kind of figure out what's going on even before the draft of free agency. But the Rams had to win this one, man. And everyone knew it. They, knew, they fucking definitely knew it. And no one was under more pressure. I don't agree with Aaron Donald and, and McVay. But I think Matt Stafford was under the most pressure. And for a while, we saw him cracking. When it was 20-16, to 16, he threw the pick that wasn't his fault, albeit. But it was still a pick. And it was four straight three and outs by both teams Combined. Which kills like maybe 45 minutes to an hour of real time game time, about a quarter of game time, but in real time, about an hour. It was like, I think maybe three or four drives before they actually made the final one. I'm um, sitting so there telling Travis and Zach and everyone that I'm watching with, like, you get traded from Detroit. You know, you go through this amazing story with your wife, sticking by her side through the cancer diagnosis. You have four little girls. You come to L.A. You and McVeigh are the same fucking age. You guys met up in Cabo last year. You got traded. They traded two first-rounders. One of them turned into Sewell and Goff, who they drafted first fucking overall, albeit that was Jeff Fisher's call, not McVeigh's. but nonetheless, they got to a Super Bowl with Goff, and you can't choke in your building like this. I think he started feeling that. I think Cooper Cup started getting frustrated and feeling that. And I think after a while, McVay did not look like boy wonder Mm -hmm. at all. It looked like Zach Taylor was boy wonder the first three quarters. It was like, Oh, he is, you know, neutron boy genius. He's the young dude who came out of literally fucking nowhere and just knows exactly what he's doing. Knows how to coach these guys stay calm. But then, I'm telling the guys this in real time. I said if the Rams want to win a Super Bowl, it has to come down to their two best players. Because superstars that this is where they have to shine. This is where they make or break titles. And the Super Bowl last year, who played the best? Tom Brady. He's the biggest superstar. In the Chiefs Super Bowl, I don't think Mahomes played the best, but Mahomes eventually showed up. Yeah. You know, against the the Rams in that awful Super Bowl. You know, Brady. Did enough to win. The superstars have to show up. It had to be Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup time. And God damn it, it was. And Cooper Cup, how does he touch the ball five times on the final drive and they don't figure it out? Fourth and two, he gets the handoff and and just splits it right up the middle. Or he bounces it out a little bit, but not, you know, it wasn't a, a crazy bounce out, just off the tackle basically. And then four catches for 39 yards and the touchdown. The one-on-one with Eli Apple, who got torched on Twitter. Yeah. Rightfully so. I didn't realize Eli Apple was so hated. I I didn't realize he was such a pompous asshole. (laughs) Is he? Yeah. Okay. So, they had to do it. This was the one year. And Rams fans, breaking news, this is it. So, enjoy this offseason. Because like the Eagles, you are going to fall off the face of the fucking earth after this. Because Whitworth is done. I think Von Miller is done. I don't think Aaron Donald and McVeigh are done. I think their contracts are expiring. I, I don't know this for sure. I think their contracts have one more year on it and they're trying to get it a year early and get like a super max kind of thing, which I think they'll both get it. Stafford, like you said, is going to be 35. He's been in the league since 09. He got beat up in Detroit. Yeah. How long can he really hold up? You know what I mean? I feel like I'm missing someone. Robert Woods, what does he look like? OBJ, he's not going to come back. He's going to try and go get some money. Yeah. You know, ACL tear or whatever it is. What he injured, you know? Towards ACL. Okay, that's what I figured. That's yeah. what non contact like that, that's what we figure. So him and Woods both tear the ACL. Like you said, Cuff's not going to have 2,400 yards with what, 20 touchdowns, 18 touchdowns? Like that's not going to happen again. So I'm not here to rain on parades, but. I realized this with my Lakers. I was like, this was our one chance and we're not doing this again. So I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm kind of jealous because we got two months and y'all get fucking seven. So it is what it is there. Let's talk about this. Will this go down as the Cooper cup game to you or the Aaron Donald game to you? Mm.
0: (sighs) For me, it's the Aaron Donald game just because how dominant he was for what seemed like probably three quarters. He wasn't very effective in the first quarter, but the second through the fourth, he was the best player on the field. Uh, I mean, Cooper Cup had two touchdowns, one Super Bowl MVP, but they don't win that game without Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, like, wrecked that Bengals offensive line. I mean, he was throwing the guards around everywhere. He was commanding triple teams. I mean, in my opinion, it's the Aaron Donald game. Okay.
1: I agree with you. I think that Aaron Donald deserved MVP over Cooper Cup. 100%. I really do. And not because of the last play, but because of the whole second half. Yeah. First half, I said on this podcast, we're going to be wondering where the fuck's Aaron Donald because somehow, some way, he's not doing shit. He may have had a tackle or two, but I don't think he had any hurries. I don't think he had any quarterback even hits in the first half. There's only one sack on Burrow. There's six in the second half. I think both of Donald's came in the second half, if I'm not mistaken, including the one that sealed it. This is the Aaron Donald game. This, he moves into a different stratosphere. He moves into Lawrence Taylor status. He moves into, I don't know if Reggie, I think Reggie White got a Super Bowl on the Packers with Favre. But he definitely has moved past J.J. Watt. Oh, for sure. As one of the best defensive tackles or defensive linemen in NFL history. Yeah. Three-time defensive player of the year. Super Bowl MVP.
0: Eight All all pros.
1: Eight all. He's been in the league eight years. Yeah. Made the All Pro every year, right? 2014. Um, actually, I think,
0: was, I think it was seven time
1: All Pro. Seven All Pro. Okay. Yeah. Defensive Rookie of the Year, right? Yep. So the only other person I could think of in the modern era with this stacked of a roster is a guy on the other side of the line, which is Vaughn Miller. Yeah. That's the only dude that, like, literally has kind of the same Defensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl MVP, Defensive Rookie of the Year three-time, four-time All-Pro. Like, just insane fucking numbers. His sacks are they are like up there with, like, DeMarcus Ware and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just scary, dominant, defensive football beast. This is the Aaron Donald game. People are saying the Niner game is the Aaron Donald game. You made one play. I'm not going to discount it because that was the play to make. That end of Garoppolo in San Francisco. That's your rival. Yeah. You slay the dragon at home in front of all your fans. Half of them were Niners fans, but this is the Aaron Donald game. And I, I, Cooper Cup, no disrespect whatsoever. Cooper Cup was fucking incredible this year. How I didn't draft him, I will always beat myself up over that because I would have had that football championship. But you live and you learn. You can draft him third overall next year. If I get third pick, I'm always like a ninth.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, but if you get third, then you can take Cooper Cup.
1: I just might. I might just say fuck it to the running backs and be like, you know what, man? I actually
0: think that we're. Uh... Gonna switch apps so that way we can actually set the draft order and try something different. Mm. Do the NFL fantasy app.
1: I'll say we're not doing ESPN, right? No. Okay. We're doing full PPR. So good, 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 good. Um, I like Yahoo though. Yahoo's so simple. Yeah, I think the I Nf- love Yahoo.
0: The NFL app's a little more user friendly.
1: Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's talk about this, and then we'll throw it to break. We say one's enough. That's my policy. For this Rams super team, this all goes back to 2019 Jalen Ramsey trade. Because that let me know they're all in. That one. Yep, And eventually they were going to have to do this. They had a three or four year window. This is year three. They got it in year three. Is one ring enough for as much shit as they traded away and signed and cap space problems? Or would you have liked to see them get one or two more? And they might. Yeah. But what do you think? I think it's enough. I mean, I
0: think that. We forget how hard it is to make a Super Bowl, let alone win a Super Bowl. I mean, granted, we've had Tom Brady, who's made it look pretty fucking easy. But it's—I mean—you see it in every sport. I mean, how often do, are is your team able to get to a, a Super Bowl? I mean, the, like Bengals fans, no Bengals fans ever seen their team win a Super Bowl. Same with the Vikings, who have been around for forever. <laughs> I mean, Jaguars, Texans, Panthers—like a lot of these teams have never even won a Super Bowl, let alone some of them haven't even been in one. Um. So I think if you get one, it's all worth it. Because I mean, besides Tom Brady, like you don't, your team's not going to win a Super Bowl very often. You you see the dynasties every twenty twenty five years: the Niners, the Patriots, Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Patriots yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I think if you win one, it's enough. I mean, they jeopardized a fuck ton of their future to do
1: it, but it worked out. This is like the new NFL policy too, like. Maybe we start saying fuck it to draft picks, man. Like, how many of these dudes actually work out? Let's just trade our draft capital and get proven, like, stars. Yeah. Like, super-duper stars. I don't think Stafford was a super-duper star, but Jalen Ramsey was. Yeah. And I know Jalen Ramsey got torched a couple times. One of them was not his fault. That was a face mask. I'm going to be honest, and I think Jalen Ramsey bitches a lot. Mm -hmm. He should have bitched more. I'm surprised he wasn't more, like, I'm surprised he didn't, like, throw the helmet off, start screaming at the fuck. Yeah, Bro. but then you risk, it's the Super Bowl, you risk, you know, saying the magic word, getting thrown out. <laughs> What's the magic word, do you?
0: I think there's a couple. The N-word's probably one of them. Okay. I didn't know if that was you, one you of them. You say something about their family, that's probably another, another one word <laughs> ticket to the room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah, one, one's enough, because that's my policy on this. And I thought they were only going to win this year. I don't think they're going to win next year. And I want to give a special shout out. I did text them last night, but I told George this morning, Rick. Okay. February 7, 2021, last year. I'm at your house. Four blue moons in. Here comes the bullshit. (laughs) Right? You remember this, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got Stafford. It's over. Oh, it's done. That's all. He's missing piece. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, get the fuck out. This guy's never even won a playoff game. It's going to be at least two or three years where he can get his shit together. Blah, blaze blah, blah, I text Rick. I said, congrats on your Rams. He doesn't drink or smoke or nothing. He's, he's he's a clean-edge dude. I'm like, I know you're celebrating in your own little way. Maybe he had a real soda instead of a diet. You know, I don't know how Rick celebrates. I figure that's as hard as he's going to go. And I wanted to give him a call, but he was at work today, so we'll have him on at a different time. But... um. I was like, congrats on your Rams, and, and I'll give you your flowers because I like getting my flowers in life. I like when I'm right. You know me. I'm going to come on here. And, I told you, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sadie. <laughs> Sadie. She's like, like, man, on my birthday? <laughs> it is her birthday. Shout out to Sadie. Um, I told him, like, you were right. Stafford was that missing piece because everything else kind of fell into place. I mean, sure, OBJ replaced Woods, but Woods was going to do whatever OBJ did anyway. He was probably going to get a touchdown. I think he'll be back, and he'll be fine. Um. And then Von Miller does help the defensive line, but they did it. Yeah. The Rams really did do it, man. Super Bowl 56 in Hollywood. So, there's a lot of different aspects to this game. Let's take a break real quick, Al. When we come back, we will get into the halftime show. A lot of strong reactions from a lot of people. And also, did Eminem really kneel for Kaepernick? We'll get into that after the break. And we are back. So, let's let's recap the halftime show. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and special guest 50 Cent. Also, uh, Anderson Pack was doing drums. Uh, I don't know if people noticed that, but Anderson Pack was the main drummer on stage. They all showed up to the Super Bowl 56 halftime show. Of course, everyone basically came up under Dr. Dre's wing. Mary J. kind of did her own thing, but she's a close affiliate, uh, legendary R&B singer. So, you know, I know people are like, why is Mary J. there, especially people our age. But our parents know Mary J. Like, she had a bunch of hits, like, Respect to her. She should have been there. I'm cool with that. But let's just start here, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch it live. I was in Rockland. We went outside and threw the football. Zach and I were talking a bunch of shit. It was first one to drop it loses. I beat him 4-3. You know I'm a psychopath. I was talking a lot. I was cursing way more than I should have in a white suburban neighborhood. I was saying, fuck you pussy, fucking bitch, you can't fucking do shit. I was in Crocs, they were in sport mode, and I was doing AB cuts, bro. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you how it is, man. I'm just telling you what was happening. But I watched it this morning. Of course, I, I was going to anyway. I mean, those are like some of the best artists to ever live in hip-hop. And I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. But I'm going to throw it to you first, and I'll go. Did you enjoy the show? What would you think about it, man? I really enjoyed it. it.
0: Like, like you said, it was more, it was more cool than anything. It was just cool to see all those, all those, you know, artists on one stage. Um, for me, I've never been so happy to see Kendrick Lamar. I've, you know, even, we haven't heard it from him in how long?
1: Five fucking years. Four yeah. years. I Since mean, like Black Panther. Yeah. I've been waiting. Right. It was just so right. nice
0: to like see him and hear his voice. He looks the same too. Oh, he is, does. Yeah. He looks like
1: he's very well rested. Yeah. He's been sleeping through the pandemic.
0: I, I literally was like, I'm just fucking happy to see Kendrick. It wasn't the song I thought he was going to do, but um, yeah, I mean, it was, It was. I really liked that. I thought it was cool. Like, you know, anytime you get to see Dre and Snoop, all those guys on the same
1: stage, like it, that that's a win in my book. I was very happy to see Kendrick, but yeah, he, it, it felt like he maybe should have done humble instead of all right. That's what I expected him to do. I think a lot of people thought that too, but. Kendrick's one of those guys he doesn't want to do the mainstream thing he doesn't yeah. want to I could have seen him doing like swimming pools mm-hmm. that would have been kind of weird for a Super Bowl halftime show because everyone else kind of did the hype songs Drake, Snoop of course next episode still yeah. Dre and um what's the other one California love. uh yes California love so you know and those are the three they should have done yeah. like if there was any three Drake, Snoop or Dre should have done I would have picked those three as well 50 in the club Eminem lose yourself like, that makes sense. Mary J did Family Affair, and she did one other song that I didn't recognize off top. But Family Affair is a um, Dre-produced collab, so Dre did the beat for her. That's like a t- song from, like, 2001, so that makes sense. Uh, you know, Dre and, and Mary J. Um, watching it this morning, I enjoyed it. I will say this. A little overrated. little overrated. Wasn't the best show I've ever seen. Hot take. I think last year, Weekend did a better job. He was solo. I mean, I know he had all the dancers, but he was by himself. He did way more songs, by the way. Like, they were out there for, like, we came back game from throwing the football. And yeah, I know when you're having fun, you get lost in the moment. But then I looked back, it was only 14 minutes and 40 seconds on the NFL's channel for a halftime show. There's six fucking artists there. Weekend got 22 minutes by himself last year. I don't know if that's because COVID or because the NFL wanted to run more commercials or if, if, if I don't know. It took longer to get it set up and they didn't have enough time. They had to cut a couple things. I don't know. I think as big of a production as it is, there's no fucking way the day of they're going to be like, hey, Eminem, cut, sing for the moment out of your set. Or you know what I yeah. mean? Or, hey, Kendrick, you're going to have to cut backseat freestyle. Like, there's no way they're saying that shit. So this is all planned months in advance, especially the week of and leading up to it. They're not doing that. Too much money, too many moving parts. It was cool. I'm not going to act like it wasn't. It was awesome to see hip-hop on display. We all know Jay-Z and Rock Nation does the halftime shows now. So, Jay-Z, amazing job. It was in L.A. I thought it fit the mood. Setup was a little underwhelming. I'm not going to sit here and totally pick this thing apart because I only watched it once. 50 Kind of comical. He's trying to do the 2003 thing still. I'm like, 50... Dude, you're like a TV mogul. Like, you look way better in suits than tank tops, bro. Yeah. And I guess he's trying to do the get richer, die trying thing, and he still looks the fucking same. Like, it's crazy. 20 years later. But, it's so there's Dre and Snoop and everyone, basically. Eminem looks like an old man, but yeah. Kendrick looks the same. Mary J still looks amazing. But, yeah, man. I was like, 50... white tank top? Really? But... Whatever, it is what it is. I'm I'm nitpicking. It was a cool show. Setup was a little weird. More to be desired on that front. What are your thoughts on this? The biggest storyline coming out of the halftime show, besides it being great, our parents, their generation, like, oh, I feel cool for once. It's it's not Bruno Mars and Beyonce. It's not J-Lo Shakira. It's not Maroon fucking 5. Like, it's a good vibe, and it's in L.A. The biggest storyline was Eminem kneeling it seems he has not come out and said anything. It seems in support of Colin Kaepernick and the NFL seemed to be aware. I was reading up on this this morning. The NFL was aware before the show that Eminem was going to kneel and they were going to have to air and deal with it. I mean, he's on the stage, you know, you're going to cut away from your halftime show. Pepsi pays a gajillion dollars to sponsor that shit. What'd you think of Eminem kneeling? What are we Al five and a half years after the fact, basically,
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't really have much of a take on it. Um, I mean, because I think that what Kaepernick was obviously standing for is kind of still an issue um, as far as in the league goes. But I don't know. I think that a lot of people want to see that get left in the past because sports are a little too political now anyways. Um, but I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't really have much of a take on it,
1: honestly. Okay. It's fake woke. I don't believe him one bit. Eminem has been stuck in this weird loop for a few albums and a few years. The Trump shit, Kaepernick. You can support whatever you want. It just feels fake. It feels fake, Al. It does. And that's not me saying I don't support it. That's not me saying that. It's it's wrong to be woke. It's like the Whoopi Goldberg shit a couple weeks ago. You know, her her comments on the Holocaust. Like, I'm not here to debate their opinion or what they said, but it comes off as just like, you're just trying too hard. And Eminem has been trying too hard in his music, in his activism, in his career, for about a fucking decade now. When was the last time Eminem was cool to you, Al? When you were 11? Uh...
0: What was that album recovery yeah recovery was probably his okay do you
1: know album. when that came out i
0: mean yeah i know it was
1: 2010
0: yeah i mean that's probably his last big album it is
1: 2022 yeah and eminem is a goat eminem is a music legend eminem has found a way to be one of the best music artists and best-selling artists not only, not only of our generation and last generation but ever in the history of music if there was ever a diamond in the rough he was the one he has absolutely phenomenal songs. So glad to see him do Lose Yourself. That's the ultimate song to do at the Super Bowl halftime show. But I don't need this. Who was this for? This ain't for Kaepernick, bro. He got a hundred million plus and hasn't said a fucking word. That's why I don't fuck with. He threw all of his, in my opinion, beliefs away and what he was standing slash kneeling for for a fucking check, Al. I'll never move off that position. If Kaepernick said fuck the money and pulled like a Muhammad Ali and did the jail time and still changed his fucking name and kept it what I call quote-unquote gangster, not real gangster, but like he kept it real, I'd be like, man, fuck yeah. Do your thing. I don't even know if I necessarily agree with Kaepernick because I thought he was a fucking asshole his whole career anyway. Kaepernick's a fucking dick. But... Whatever, you know, he stood for something, right? He kneeled for something, right? But just like Kaepernick, this comes off fake. And you brought it up. Why now? If they did the Super Bowl for Patriots-Eagles four years ago, Patriots-Falcons five years ago, when this was like a really fresh thing and the NFL was doing its political bullshit and losing viewers because of it, that makes sense. But I thought we were past this. Like, who Eminem supports is in the White House. Who Eminem, if you're so against the NFL, why are you here? It has nothing to do with him being white either. Let's get that out of the fucking way. But why are are you here, bro? If you really hate the NFL this much or you really don't support them this much, why are you here? Has Eminem ever come out and, and said something about Roger Goodell? No. Has he ever come out and said something about the fucking Ford family who is known for treating people like shit? who makes not only shitty fucking cars and trucks, but Calvin Johnson. Fuck the Ford family. Eminem is from Detroit. He's a Lions fan. Like, it's just fake activism. And if that's controversial, I don't give a shit. It, I just don't understand it. I don't know why now. I understand the stage. But no one else did it. And I'm not saying you have to just be happy-go-lucky, happy to be there, but... I don't know, man. I, I was really confused, and, and just like Kaepernick, Eminem won't fucking talk. It, it's the whole, oh, my actions should, should speak loud enough thing, and I just, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't want to go on a huge rant, but I I, I didn't watch it live. So after, after the game, because I wasn't even on my phone the whole game, I, I was <laughs> locked in and just enjoying my time with my friend's. I saw that Eminem had, had kneeled and I was like, okay, you know, like then something happened today and something happened beforehand. Was this for Brian Flores? I mean, I was thinking like that. No, is he standing in solidarity with Kaepernick. Oh, the guy that took a hundred million dollars and, and ran and then moved the workout two different times when he got a workout because of Jay-Z who does the halftime show, who invited you to this. It's just fucking hypocrisy. And this is why Eminem makes shit fucking music nowadays. This is why he is ruining his own legacy. Like a Kanye. Like, dude, you are a goat. We know it. You don't have to demolish MGK and say fuck Trump and kneel at the Super Bowl and all this corny ass fucking shit, Al. But whatever, man. It is what it is. If he thinks he's doing something, if that's something he believes in, cool. I'll never understand it. I'll never agree with it. Let's move on to this. Something a little more lighthearted. What are your early predictions for the halftime show next year? Because it's in Arizona. Yeah. Now we got JLo Shakira in Miami. Cool. Shakira is um I wanna say she's Cuban. I, I, I could be off on that. I could be off. I, I could totally be off on that. Not trying to defend anybody. But Miami, Cuba, the connections there, right? Weekend. Biggest pop star in 2020, Blinding Lights, After Hours, Grammy snubbed him. I get that as well. You know, and we're coming off a a rocky, no fans in the stands. It's a rocky season for the NFL. They got through it. We need a big pop star. You know what I mean? And then LA, we get Dre Snoop and Friends, right? But this is in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I don't know any big artists... From Arizona. I don't know any humongous rappers from Phoenix. And no disrespect to anybody. I just can't think of anyone. At least yeah. any iconic artists. Just give me early predictions. Tell me what you think. Who or who. Tell me this. Who deserves the spot that hasn't got it yet? Because I don't want to see Bruno Mars or Beyonce again. I, I yeah. don't, bro. Don't. Don't. So I looked up. That's what I was just on my phone. I looked up, you know,
0: music artists from Arizona. The only one I recognized was Dierks Bentley. And it's not going to be. That's not who it's going to be. Yeah. Um. But I did have a kind of interesting thought in my head mm. because I, when we were on break, you know, I said, you know, when's Drake going to go? And I don't think it happens this year. I think he's going to be the guy in Vegas because that just makes too much sense. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be Post Malone. Post Malone? I think so. Okay, explain this one out. Post Malone, they went back to their roots, back to, you know, old school L.A., Besides Drake right now, who's the biggest music star? It's Post Malone. All everyone, you know, from our age to forty years old, down to ten year olds, they all fucking love Post Malone. And Post Malone has always been a man of the people. Everyone You know you know what I mean? Dude just sits up there sure, and sure. just drinks Bud Light and just sings. Sure. Um Mainly it's because I don't fucking know who it's gonna be. But I think honestly, they could swing for the fences and go for Post Malone because you know, how do you follow up what you just had? I mean, you can't really follow up what they just had on uh yesterday, but I, I think Post Malone's probably due to get one in the next couple years. I-, I think it might happen next year.
1: There's a couple reasons that I disagree. One, Post is one of the biggest artists in music. What was his last big hit? Circles? 2019? That album was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was. He's probably going to have something else coming out soon, I I think he's dropping this year for sure. If he yeah. doesn't, I'm going to wonder what's going on. Yeah. it has been three years. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I didn't think of him at all. I've been asking for like four years now. When can I get my Rihanna show? Mm. International superstar. The girls love her. The guys want to get with her. She's going to have a baby with ASAP Rocky. That's going to be a lovely story for them. The baby's due in what? October? September? So she'll have enough time to take time off maybe. And that could throw a monkey wrench in it. You know what I mean? If she wants to just raise her kid, Super Bowl's in February, you got to prepare for months on end. That might be right out the window as of now, you know. But I want my Rihanna show. If it's not Rihanna, I do think it will be Adele. I know she just put out an album. Low-key kind of came and went. Let's keep it a buck. Adele usually, her, her albums stick around, especially like Set Fire to the Rain, Rolling in the Deep. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Rumor has it. that like She'd have records that stuck around, even Hello, um, uh, Send My Love to Your New Lover, whatever that one was. This one kind of just came away. Like, after the um, Go Easy on Me song, what's the other hit? She doesn't have a tour because COVID. She canceled the residency because of Rich Paul, uh, apparently. They might be engaged. They might be getting married. She might be off doing her own thing. I feel like she might be more inclined. And the NFL does not pay people to perform at the halftime show because their streams and album sales tenfold after that. I guarantee we look tomorrow, Dre Snoop in the club. is going to be all over the fucking charts. Yeah. But, excuse me. I feel like Adele would be the perfect person because she doesn't pop out very often, but she's a superstar. I hate to always go here, Al, I really do, but White appeals to a lot. Maybe we pull back a little bit on this hip hop thing. Maybe a little bit. Cause Eminem's kneeling. Snoop was crip walking, throwing up gang crip signs. Maybe I am just yeah, th- yeah. I'm just saying what happened. I'm just saying those are facts. You can watch the show. Maybe we pull back a little bit on the hip-hop. You know what I mean? And if you're Fox News, you say you pull back on the blackness. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. And I don't agree with that take at all. But I could see Jay-Z, Rock Nation, them kind of being like, okay, we went hip-hop heavy. We did Weekend, Canadian, African-American artists. Let's just go broad. Let's get the most broadest audience we can. Who's the most just plain Jane, talented superstar that we have not had? Adele. It'd be fucking perfect. And it's not like she doesn't have enough hits to go 15 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: You know, give me hello for the intro. You know, that was the Brady Belichick song that NBC ran when they were going to do that game in week four. Yeah, Give me hello to start up the, the set list. Give me easy on me. Give me... Set fire to the rain, rolling in the deep. I mean, give me six records, and then you're done. Give me 15 minutes. So, I think we'll get Adele. That's my early prediction. I've I've been asking for Rihanna since this podcast started because I just think she appeals to a lot of people as well. She's from Barbados, you know. I I just I feel like that'd make a lot of sense. But she has a child on the way, so we'll see what happens with all that. Let's take one more break. When we come back, we are going to do some more Super Bowl recap stuff. And we will also go over some of the NFL awards that happened just a few days before the Super Bowl. We come back. All right, guys. And we are back with our Super Bowl recap of stuff. So Bengals, won. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Al. (laughs) Rams won (laughs) won 23-20. Whitworth probably going to retire. OBJ probably going to leave. What does Woods look like? Cooper Cup, can he sustain that kind of success? Aaron Donald and Sean McVay whispers of retirement. I don't believe either of them. I think it's contract leverage and negotiation leverage. Which is fine. Which is fine. Hey, get your money, player. I'm yeah. I'll, bro. Anyone. Literally anyone, get your money. I don't care if you're Bezos. Get your fucking money. But the Rams don't have any first round picks till 2024. They don't have any third round picks till 2026. It's fucking wild, like just insane shit. Al, we both agree one's enough. That's my policy. I'm sure the Rams fans don't mind. They knew this year was the one they went all in on. People like Rick and George called it. Stafford's the missing piece. Cool. It got proven last night. But can they sustain this success with all these moving parts? Sustaining it not as in winning titles every year, but being in the final four, being in the elite eight. What do you think about the Rams? Being perennial NFC contenders for the next, let's go five years. Okay, so they have a lot of free
0: agents. A lot of free agents. They have some guys that they're going to have to pay here pretty soon. Are you aware how much salary cap they are rolling over next year? No, tell me. But it's also cronky. But go ahead. It is $137,000. Oh, what? That's not even the veterans minimum. <laughs> Wait, what? It says right here, Rams to roll over just 137000 in cap space.
1: Who's on the cap?
0: So let's let's look at who's on the cap. Yeah. This is also not even counting. Matthew Stafford's gonna get a new deal. Okay. So you okay. have Aaron, next year. Wait, this is oh wait, that's the wrong year. Twenty. I was say it'll 100. be twenty twenty or it'll be the twenty twenty two season. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Donald, twenty seven million, Jalen Ramsey, twenty four million, mm-hmm. Stafford twenty three, Leonard Floyd twenty million, Shh. cup nineteen million. Whitworth's gonna retire, so you're not gonna have to pay that. So that could be something that you're gonna get back. Yep. Um, but he does have a dead cap hit of ten million. I'm sure they'll work something out where he gets probably a, a million or two. Yeah. Uh, Robert Woods, fifteen and a half million. Their other tackle, ten million. Defensive tackle, ten million. Higby, nine million. I mean, there, there's that's a lot of money. Uh, they're not going to be able to go out and sign big names. They're going to have to find a way to get the best value out of those little dra- very little draft picks that they have. Um, because then you got guys like. Daryl Henderson, who's making $1.3 million, you know, Are you going to re sign him? Cam Akers is going to be wanting a new deal soon. For sure. Sony Michelle, same deal. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, really, they're going to have to get the most out of the 54 man roster because they're going to be top heavy. That's just how teams that are that contend stacked are. like that are. Absolutely. Right. Um, but you look at like a team like the 49ers, they get the best out of one through 54, and they do it every single year. Yep. Um, and that's what the Rams are going to have to do because I don't. You're not going to be able to go out and swing for guys like Jalen Ramsey anymore. It's just they're not going to be able to do it, especially with because Stafford's at 23 right now. He's probably going to get bumped up to around 35,
1: right? So 40, damn near at least, right? At least 35, at least. Oh, um, I can see him being like Supermax or nothing.
0: Yeah, and then you know Higby's going to need a new deal soon. I mean, there's there's a lot. Does he, there's a lot of does Higby need a new deal
1: sometime soon? I mean, I don't think he needs one, but I. I could you know, draft someone. Yeah, uh, that's where I feel like they start trimming the fat yeah. a little bit. Guys but like anyway.
0: Higby, guys, uh, the uh, defensive tackle that's supposed to make ten million, probably a guy that they'll get rid of. Right. Um, I mean, it's gonna take it's gonna take them using every penny of their salary cap and every fifty four man they have available, but I, just with the cap situation, I, I don't I don't think they're gonna be. You know, one of the last four teams. I don't think I can confidently say that. I do think the NFC is obviously a lot more wide open and a little easier to get into than the AFC. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't see it, though. I really don't. I don't even see them being the best team in that division next year.
1: Mm. Mm. I don't either. Mm. Those Niners are coming.
0: And I could see them being the third best team. I'm not going to put any stock in the Cardinals. (sighs) but It's possible.
1: Yeah, Kyler Murray did not look good in that playoff game and even in the Pro Bowl. Let's yeah, now the, now there's a... Whispers. Whispers, yeah. That he's not very I, happy that, that with might how have they ended that season. Soon. Yeah. I don't know, man. I do
0: think the Niners will probably win that division next year, though. Yeah, I think so. They're too. the most well-rounded team. And like I said, they get the best
1: out of one through 54. They do. They do. Real quick, Al, let's take a break before I get my take. Hold on. Let's take a break. So the Rams, I think they can sustain this. But it's short term. I'm gonna give them a two year window because the main parts are all there. I got AD. I got Ramsey, as George said. I got Stafford. I'm gonna have Cup. McVay is not gonna retire. Like your core, core will be there. Will they win again? No, no. At least not this next season. Now there could always be something where they swing a trade. They sign someone. Lesney the GM says I don't care about salary cap. Look at my owner. Look at the building. Like they they could swing something, but 2023 champions or you know, next February. No, that's not happening. Um A lot of moving parts, but nothing crazy. Like I'm not wor- Are you worried that like Ramsey or uh, not Ramsey, um McVeigh or Donald will retire? Because that we keep hearing whispers. Aaron Donald said, Oh, I don't know. He's not fucking going nowhere, right? I, I could see him retiring. Why though, dude? He's
0: played D line for nine years. Like he just said, you know, you get to the point where you're done getting your body beat up. I mean, it's even like you know, in high school, you're like, dude, this fucking sucks. Like, I feel like shit. Like,
1: would it suck if you got thirty million dollars a year to do it?
0: No, but I mean, what else does he have left to prove? Now he's already got that's enough, true. He's already got enough money. He's got a bull. He's been a. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's gonna be a first ballot first ballot Hall of Famer without a doubt. He's one of the without best defensive players of all time. First ballot. You know, what does he have left to prove? I mean, maybe he's to the point where he, he wants to go be a dad. Which yeah. I think every athlete gets to that point. You know, you don't want to, you know, be in season and never get to be with your kids all the time. Right. And, I mean, there's a lot that goes into keeping his body the way it is. And I'm that's the exhausting part.
1: Didn't he tell DK Metcalf he could bench 500 pounds easy or something like that? Or 550? Yeah, which
0: I don't doubt. I mean, he's fucking huge.
1: I, I feel like he could do more. <laughs> is that probably. crazy to me? Like, I saw the way he pushed back your homeboy, number 77. Like, just right in the burrow? And yeah. I know the offensive line gets a bad rap, which it should. But I was like, dude, that's still an NFL... That's still a man. Yeah. That's a man. Yeah. A big man. Like, yeah. he just literally grab the shoulder pads, how you're taught in school, and you just fucking just drive him back to the quarterback. Yeah. That was insane. Mm-hmm. That guy's insane. Like Brady, he's you're too good to retire, bro. And that's selfish on the fans' part. Of course, I know it is. But... Dude, Aaron Donald's too good to retire, bro.
0: But he's riding out on the sunset if he does retire. I mean, what better time to retire than right now? Because I mean, guys like him and Brady, they could literally probably play until they're fifty.
1: I don't know about Donald, but Brady probably could. Yeah, I mean, Donald Kale could, Donald could realistically
0: play another six years, probably. Probably, for sure. And still be effective. Right. But still be like Von Miller. I yeah. You seen it in his face last night. You can kind of see he was, you know, it was
1: a real thought for him. What did you think when he was doing the fucking?
0: Yeah, I don't know how that was. I don't know how that wasn't a penalty because he took his helmet Ow. off on the field. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, I mean, He was the best player on the field. I mean, he wanted his ring. He was the best player on the field. And it, I didn't even think it was close. I thought, he was, I thought there was no doubt he was going to win MVP. Right. It's wild that right. he didn't win it.
1: It, it is kind of wild. I mean, Cooper Cup, I'm cool with that. Yeah. It feels like we're kind of making up for not giving him MVP at this point, yeah. and because Rodgers is such a fucking jerk off cocksucker, we're yeah. like, "Hey, sorry, Cooper Cup." Which, by the way, Al, we never really got a chance to come on here and shit on Rodgers. Al, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers anymore. I don't care where he goes. I don't care where he. I, he could come to the fucking Chargers. I was say, what what you want? Comes
0: to the Chargers.
1: Well, we're gonna lose in the second round.
0: You get a first round by though.
1: Yeah. He'll he'll win that playoff game. We don't have to play it. He's just such a fucking... We'll get to him in a second. Because he won MVP. We'll get to that in a second. But I don't think Aaron Donald retires. Also, Sean McVay said he wants to get married and then retire. Look, I know I'm toxic. That was the funniest fucking thing McVay could have said. Yeah, I plan on getting married and then retiring because I'm married. What? You don't want to take a break from your wife every once in a while?
0: See, but he's... He's going to get an analyst role that's going to pay him four times as much as he's making right now. He
1: doesn't have a good voice.
0: But his knowledge is there. The voice comes. The You can't teach the knowledge.
1: Look, I'll say this. Shout out to him. My boy Peter Schrager. Flying coach was amazing last summer. The Shanahan episode, amazing. The Aikman episode's amazing. The one with Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is, has the personality of a fucking piece of bread. So yeah. that shit was... Fucking trash. Did you listen to that out? I almost I said that to, to you. It. Okay. Because I almost said that to you. I don't know why they didn't rerun that the way they reran Shanahan McVay. I know their history is a lot deeper, but Taylor was still a McVay guy, Super Bowl, whatever. Bill Simmons did say that he would 100% offer him flying coach permanently. You know, because it's, it's on the ringer. That's yeah. And Bill Simmons owns the ringer. Yeah. Um, hey, man, do it. I, I listened to a McVay, Peter Schrager podcast. Yeah, definitely. Just, just two months out of the summer. And you probably make $5 million, $10 million a year. You don't yeah. have to do an analyst role. You could chill in the fall. He's probably still going to live in L.A. He's still 36. See, He's not I, even 40. I heard Monday Night Football was going to offer him a fucking bag. I've heard that Al Michaels and Aikman might team up for Amazon because Amazon exclusively has Thursday Night Football starting this year. Oh, Aikman and right. Al Michaels are free agents. That's right. I mean, come on, Al. <laughs> Can you really leave me? <laughs> Can you really leave me and Tariqo out? I'm not going to lie to you. Collinsworth was as in character as he's ever been last night. He made so many asinine comments. Collinsworth, I watch football every week. I'm not a mastermind, especially not me. I never claim. I x and O's, it's like fucking, I don't know, dude. It's, it's like a different language, but can you tell me something I don't know?
0: Did you see the over-under on, on his catchphrase yesterday? It was over-under. Now, here's
1: a guy. Five and a half, right? Yeah. How many times did he say it? Did he go over? I don't know. I don't think he said it once. I don't think he did either, actually. Yeah. I thought that was a really high line. I would have bet the under. I I really would have. I really would have bet the under. I feel like
0: it's more of pregame when he does that anyways. It's not
1: even during the game. It's during like warmups right.
0: when they're showing people, you know, throwing the ball in the field. You know, Dak Prescott's throwing. Now here's a guy. Yeah. You see that ankle injury last year. I mean,
1: year. come on, Al White. I mean, <laughs>
0: here's a guy
1: that Hunter Renfro. You gotta love the the fact that he's able just to work so hard and he just somehow gets open. <laughs> But, no, those two were in full fucking character last night. Al Michaels, probably his last game for NBC for sure. That's what it sounds like. And we've known that. Tariko, once he took over for Dan Patrick on the pregame show, we knew that he'd be in that seat. Interesting caveat to all this. NBC not tried to push Collinsworth out the door. They really wanted Drew Brees to be Collinsworth. Yeah, Collinsworth said, no, I'm, I, I'm not out with Al. Like, I love Al Michaels, but, like, I had a bar- broadcasting career before Al Michaels. I'm going to have one after, and I want it to be here. So it sounds like it'll be Collinsworth and Trico going forward, because that was for sure Al Michaels' last one. Yeah. If he actually retires, that's different. But Al Michaels is 80. That's like his fourth Super Bowl. He did the miracle on ice. Like he- He's fine. He's first ballot Hall of Fame oh. broadcaster. Yeah. Um, as for Aikman, I didn't realize he was a free agent, but I don't know if it was you, man. I know we talk over the game and stuff, but... Aikman was really good this year. But him and Buck were, like, really good. Really good. I know they get a bad rap, especially Joe Buck, because his dad and stuff was so great. But Aikman really killed it this year. Like, I love the Buck-Aikman broadcast. Like, Rams-Niners, I thought they had a better broadcasting day than Nansen Romo. Yeah. Because Romo, no watch right here, Jim. I mean, you gotta let the Chiefs score. Like, let the Chiefs score? It's the Chiefs, Tony Romo. Like, just shit like that, you know? So, anyway, I know a little off topic, but, you know, People might appreciate that talk from us. So sure. uh, I thought that was thought that was nice. But the Rams, they can sustain it. We'll see what happens. We got there because of the McVeigh part. I yeah. think McVeigh stays. And that's where I'm going to end that one. Before we get out of here, before we officially retire the 2021 NFL season, let's go over some awards. And we're just going to go over the main ones, okay? Okay. A few of these we we knew what it was going to be. Cooper Cup Offensive Player of the Year. Jamar Chase, offensive rookie of the year. Yep. Excuse me. Micah Parsons, defensive player of the year or defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, MVP for the fourth time, back to back years for the first time in his career. The last player to do that was Peyton Manning on the Colts. TJ Wise, first defensive player of the year, a year too late. Yeah. But AD is something different, so I, that's cool. And Mike Grable, his first coach of the year win. Al, I'm not going to ask you, were any of these surprising? Because they weren't. I think this was literally locked up in like week 14. Every yeah. single one of these fucking picks. Rodgers and Brady were kind of duking it out. Then Brady had that awful Sunday Night Football game where they lost 9 nothing to Taysom Hill at home. And that kind of just bounced him. Yeah. I thought Brady should have been MVP, personally, I over Rodgers. So. I thought so, too. I don't even give a fuck what happened in that Niner game. I thought 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, that's insane at 44 years old. But what do you think, man? Did anything surprise you? Are you happy for any of these guys? What are your thoughts on the NFL awards? Did you like it being on a Thursday instead of a Saturday so guys like Cup and Whitworth could be there as well?
0: I actually I actually did like that. I think that's a little, a better model going forward. Um,
1: I wasn't necessarily surprised
0: by any of those. I mean, they were all, like you said, kind of slam dunks. I mean, really, Chase was probably the last one to wrap up his award when he had that huge game against the Chiefs. Um but my favorite award every year is the man of the year award. Cause that's the one that they really, really care about.
1: Right. Like, you know, it, Roger, other players like, at you different when you, you have one of those. Exactly. Yeah. And a
0: guy like Whitworth, who's been in the league for so long, it's been so active in, in the community forever. Um, just seeing the emotion on his face that you could tell how much that award means to whoever wins it. Um, that's my favorite award to watch every year. Cause you know, the MVP, like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same, the same speech every year. Um, What's that? I
1: like, Go ahead.
0: I'd like to thank the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Aaron Rodgers
1: probably didn't do that, but. Sorry, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, the devil. <laughs> fuck my family. Yeah, fuck my fuck family. Fuck y'all. Fuck my team. Still fuck not vaxxed. <laughs> I'm leaving and suck my dick.
0: I'll, uh, I'll interview on Pat McAfee. That's where I'll tell you how I really feels.
1: Fucking jerk.
0: But, um, yeah, I mean, y- you knew who was going to win all of them. I really wish Brady would have won MVP. I thought he deserved it. Uh, but, yeah, the, I mean, the Walter Payton is always my favorite award. Okay,
1: I I did not know that actually. So that's yeah. that's just because
0: you good, see good you insight. see, the, you like see the raw emotion when people win that award, right? Because that's that that means you know there's more that goes into playing in the NFL than winning winning Super Bowls and stuff. It's making a difference, and that's I don't know because I always seen myself in that position. I would be like you know a community guy. So to see players get back like that's always really cool, and seeing their
1: face when they win it's really cool. What would you think of? I'm here to hate. What'd you think of Whitworth's speech? Cause it was cool, but like everyone's like, Oh, it's the greatest speech I ever heard in my life. Bitch, you never heard. I have a dream. I mean, <laughs> what the just, fuck are we talking about? That's two completely different. Uh... I know, man, but that's like, that's social media for you. It's like, yeah. dude, the greatest speech you ever heard. Amazing speech. Yeah. Guy was the most deserving in the whole league to win it. Probably. yeah Greatest I've ever heard, Al? Yeah, no. That, I mean, come on. I, you gotta give it up to Wentworth. I was, mean.
0: It was a great speech. Obviously not the greatest I've ever heard, but. Great speech. Great, great speech, speech. See the emotion. For sure. 10 out of 10.
1: For sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. There's <laughs> a reason I skip out on these awards. It's because it's predictable as shit. Especially yeah. this season. Yeah. Micah had it in like week five. Yeah. Jamar was my pick the whole season. I rode with my boy. I'm glad we could at least agree on that. Al. Ow, 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 ow. That boy is better than Jeffrey. He gritty's fucking better than Justin Jefferson. You see that motherfucker gritty? Dude, I it's was the cleaner, one. bro. I took
0: Chase the last time we argued this.
1: You're the one that took Jefferson. I know, but that's just because we got to do entertainment for the show. People got to believe us. <laughs> I'm taking my guy. I don't actually believe that. I am taking my guy. I don't guy. think I'll ever actually believe that. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I almost called you Seth. I don't think Seth actually believes that. That's how much it's like, come on, man. Bro, Chase's footwork alone, his footwork alone is crazy as shit. The way he could just turn his hips
0: and his head. Oh, God. They're oh both, God. they're both, they're going to be the top, two of the top three receivers
1: for the next five years. Yeah, but Jamar is going to be a little better. I, I think so, too. Okay. All right. So Jamar wrapped that thing up. Yeah. Rodgers, I think that Viking game, week 17, 16. One of those two when, when Cousins was out because mm-hmm. uh, he's not vaxxed either. Yeah. He yeah. made a big old statement about it. I'm not vaxxed. Call me a, a prick. And and we will because you don't win. It's fun. It's <laughs> fun if you're a prick and you don't win. If you're a dick and you win, like LeBron, okay? Like people hate LeBron because he's a dick, but he's won. So it's like he's still won, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know Rogers is won, but it's fun to be like, you lost to the Niners, bro. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins, it's like, dude, you went 8-9 with that squad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even saying half that's Mike Zimmer's fault. That's Kirk Cousins' fault. Um, it's just fun to make fun of those kind of guys. But nonetheless, man, I, I don't I skipped out. I don't care that Keegan Michael Key was the fucking host. I know it's in LA. Whitworth, great speech. The one that means the most, I agree with you, is Walter Payton for sure. Yeah. Everything else is just kind of we know what it is, because there's a bunch of hoopla about it at the end of the season. I disagree. I think Brady should have won his fourth, not Rodgers. Yeah. I'm going to stand by that for the rest of my life. Not because I saw Rodgers lose, not because he didn't get vaxxed, because I thought Brady had a better season. I thought he meant more to his team. Yep. I know the Packers would have won three games with Rodgers not being there. Uh, So would the Buccaneers. Buccaneers wouldn't have done shit with all those injuries. Antonio Brown turning into A.B. Um, What do you think about A.B. being the president of Donda Sports? Did you see that? Do you know what Donda Sports is, Al?
0: I'm guessing it's something with Kanye.
1: Yes, it's Kanye's. Um, I'm gonna assume sports agency yeah, yeah. where he's gonna sign athletes and he's gonna, you know, kind of like how Jay Z has Rock Nation Sports. He had like Victor Cruz and stuff like that back in the day. I think it's gonna be kind of that same setup. But Antonio Brown's the president. Yeah, I'm I'm signing with Rock Nation. Yeah. I think so too. I think I'd rather be with Rich Paul, who's a basketball agent, than yeah. than with Antonio Brown and yeah. Kanye West. Both guys that can just go off the deep end at any given moment. Yeah. But anyway, man, not surprised by any of this stuff. Rodgers, congrats. Congrats. I'm really, I'm not feeling Rodgers, man. He's, a year ago at this point, he was in such better public standing. Think about the year he's had, right? Like, He was Jeopardy host. He had a real shot of getting it. I don't even know if he was the best, but he had the best ratings, one of the best ratings. Like, he loved it. Alex Trebek's like one of his fucking idols, one of his mentors. Like, that was all there. He had his third MVP. It was a tough year. They barely lost the Bucks at home. You felt like he could maybe get back. And then one of the biggest flashpoints in his career was, yeah, I've been immunized. Blatant lie. Comes back, says, I don't give a fuck that I lied, basically, and suck my dick. Yeah. Basically what he said. Then said, and, I mean, he's been in the news a lot. Like, you know, I I talked to Rogan. I talked to all these guys for information. I did my own research, which is fine, which is fine. But you got to be ready for the criticism. And you, you sound like a pompous ass when you say stuff like, I've done my own research. um. And yeah, man. It, it, and then and then the the Bears reporter saying he's not going to vote for Rogers for MVP, and then he's like, "Well, it's because I'm not vaccinated." And you know, he's a bum. And I'm sure he's written bad pieces about him before. Okay. Yeah. But nonetheless, man, it just it just it just drips of just like what a fucking prick this guy is. And then now it's you know oh a lot of things are going to change around here in Green Bay. Good, they fucking need to because y'all haven't won shit in over a decade, and you've been the quarterback the whole time hmm And at a certain point, Aaron Rodgers, this is not everyone else's fucking fault. And this last playoff game falls squarely on his fucking shoulders. In your house, Jimmy Garoppolo, Goat, as I call him. I love Garoppolo. He he grew up a goat. Okay. He's the he's the best looking man in football, no cap. Mm. No homo. Who better?
0: Joe Burr. The boy's handsome.
1: Yeah, but Italian Stallion? Yeah. You got a little gray going though. It don't matter. He's going to be like George Clooney, bro. <laughs> Jimmy Clooney, bro. <laughs> Pause. Sure. Um, uh, hey, man. It is. That's the last one of can the season. You call another
0: guy handsome.
1: I mean, come on out. Would you rather big or up below or bro? I mean, if you had a one one nice stand. Um, so, yeah, man. I just I thought Brady deserved an MVP. Uh, Vrabel. Let's give Vrabel some flowers. We have not yes, brought up Mike Vrabel. Let's give him flowers because we saw that playoff loss. They sacked like Burrow nine times and still could not get it done. I'm blaming the quarterback. Oh, 100%. Derrick Henry, since that big playoff run, doesn't really show up in the playoffs. That second contract's looking a little eh right about now. Amazing running back. His start to the season was fucking one of the best I've ever seen. Probably the best I've seen since AP's MVP season. Yeah. But they get the first seed. He does his thing. He does what he's supposed to do. He deserved it. Yep. Started what seven and one, something like that. And then Henry gets hurt. They still get the one seed in the AFC. They beat the Rams, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, I think, in the regular season. Uh, Chargers, something like that. They beat someone, remember. they beat someone. They beat the Jaguars twice, right? Oh my god, the Colts didn't that's so crazy. But Mike Vrabel deserves it. So I yes, want to give him flowers absolutely. before we get out of here. And now, before we do get out of here, I'm good on my topics. Hour 18 minutes in, we're gonna keep doing It's not like we're gonna disappear for the next seven months, right? We're gonna do at least one or two football pods a month. Me or you, me and you are both, you love basketball still. I'm kind of until the playoffs. Watch the Kings, we'll do some final stuff and playoff stuff. And you know, can Chris Paul get it done this time? We're gonna have that whole discussion. Anything else to cap out one of the best football seasons? We've ever seen, though. Is there anything that we have not ever touched on? Anything that you want to say? Anything for your Bengals for next season?
0: I mean, what do you want to
1: finish with, man? Just
0: really the best year of football I, I can remember. It's from week one to the Super Bowl. I don't think I've ever watched that good of an NFL season. Um, I think the league's going in a really, really good direction. You know, that a lot of those older quarterbacks are on their way out, but these this new wave of young quarterbacks is coming in. NFL is in a really good spot, and uh, I I mean, I hope that next year is as as entertaining as this year was, because it was unbelievable.
1: Give me your Super Bowl pick, 2023, February 2023, who
0: we got? So it's hard, there's no no free agency yet, no draft yet. Right. I'm going to go the team that has the best quarterback in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm, let me ask you a question. You're starting a franchise right now. Which, Herbert. Okay. You yeah. think Herbert is better than Josh Allen? I think he will be better than Josh Allen, yes. Right now, you are taking Herbert over Josh Allen.
1: Because you're starting a franchise today from scratch. Those are my two picks for MVP next year. And I'm I'm going to roll with my boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to dick right now, yeah, I'd take Herbert, I would. That's fair. Yeah, I would. Uh, they're, they're both, I think, in the same category throwing-wise, arm talent-wise, scrambling-wise, athletic-wise. I mean, they're, they're neck and neck, bro, like, I don't really... See, but for me, Herbert's got
0: to get to the playoffs to be on Josh Allen's level.
1: That's fair, but Allen's got better weapons. Does he? Stephon Diggs! You have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. That's not Stephon Diggs! Kidded Allen's getting old. Mike Williams, you said you'd rather have fucking Calvin Ridley and I Mike Thomas. Yeah, they're both better. No, they're not. I think so. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley had a good COVID season. Mike Thomas hasn't played since he was Slam Boy. Mike Thomas got a big zero player. zero catches in a playoff game. Yeah.
0: Okay. That, you, you you know, I I <laughs> I should have known you were gonna take Herbert. Uh, oh
1: my god. Okay.
0: So, anyways. Uh, I got the Bills. I think Josh Allen, I think he's the best quarterback.
1: Hold on. Didn't we all think the Bills would make it this year and win it? And Josh Allen's so great. He can't beat Mahomes. He's 0-2 in the playoffs against Mahomes.
0: I'm not going to put that last loss on him.
1: They lost the game, bro.
0: Yeah, but his defense let him down. Okay. He was unbelievable in that game. He was. I'm not gonna act like he wasn't. That strike to Gabe Davis, that last touchdown. Oh was my
1: god! One I, of the I best busted. throws I've ever seen. I swear, to god, I almost busted. That was an unbelievable That was throw. fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was so insane.
0: I'm gonna say Bills. I oh, think man. they're a really good, well-rounded team, really well-coached. I think it's gonna be them. Um, God, the NFC is so hard. I'm I. You can't go Rodgers. You cannot go Green Bay. Mm-mm. The NFC South now that Brady's gone, that looks like a bad division. Right. The NFC West, I mean, it's gonna be good. The North, I mean. You got Rodgers, but then you know, then you got the For Vikings. Now, yeah, Vikings.
1: What do the Bears look like? Right, and
0: then you know, what's what's that other the fucking Cowboys division? I'm not not enticed. Get by that. out. Yeah, I mean, really, it's going to come down to the Niners or the Rams, probably. Right, I really think so. Right, because the the NFC is that wide open. I don't think I don't see Kyler doing anything. No, but if Tampa gets Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, like the reports are saying, then Tampa can be right there. But if I'm going right now, I'd say Bills, and then I'm going to go Niners. Bills, Niners.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Um. hmm. Just quick hit. We're a year away. Let's go. Can I get Chiefs-Rams? Like, I've been asking for that for, like, four years, too. Can I get my Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, please? No. Like, but that Monday Night Football game was so great, and they have not played each other once since then, right? I don't think not at once.
0: Yeah, but those, those two teams are kind of in the same situation as far as cap space goes. Those two teams are going to look a lot different the next year, year and a half, two years.
1: But one of them has got baby goop. Yep. Can we can we stop with all this baby goat bullshit? I, I listen, <laughs> that I was easily to that, I the funniest again. fucking thing you've ever said. Because you were like, hey, can we stop with this fucking baby goat bullshit? I mean, can we so though? great. Can no, we? we can. We can. We I mean, absolutely can. Jesus Christ. I said that half trolling when I would say yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I don't actually believe he's baby goat. Get the no. fuck
0: out of here. No, he's not.
1: He won one bowl and looked like shit the whole game. Yeah. Like, knock it off. Yeah, for sure. Um... That's it, man. I got nothing else for you. I, got nothing. I have no other Chris Collins Earth impressions. I'm not going to call any other dude sexy. Um, the ladies really like Josh Allen. I figured that out.
0: He's a big guy.
1: Yeah, but he looks like a little kid. Yeah. looks like he's eight. Yeah. I don't know, man.
0: They like Joe Burr, too.
1: Well, he's handsome. He's very handsome. He way too sexy. Mm. Bro, he too sexy for this world, bro. No Drake or Future, bro. You're going to leave me hanging on that? Pause. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You guys, thank you for tuning in all season. I appreciate it. I don't have a big, long speech because this is not goodbye. We got new equipment. Video is coming at some point. I got to get my shit together. I'm going to focus in a little more on this thing. Keep tuning in for more guests. Me and Al will be back. Me, Al, and George will definitely be back together. We're going to do some dog day Pods this summer, NBA Finals, NBA Playoffs will definitely be a thing, Um, even though i, I got to do some more research and get a little uh, honed in on that. But as far as the 2021 NFL season, I'll tell you what, man, we've had three or four pods I'm very proud of. that I would oh, show absolutely. to absolutely anybody, whether they worked at the news station, whether they worked at Spotify. There's a few of them that I'm like, that went so well, I would show it to anybody. So mm-hmm. thank you for joining me on this ride as yep. always, Out, Al. yeah. I appreciate you always saying yes, never flaking out, and – Yeah, thank you guys for always tuning in. And if you made it this far, thank you for listening. I'll be back here sometime this week, and I will see you guys later. Have a good day.